go. Okay. Okay, so this is my sophomore group. It's so small. This is heartbreaking, but that's okay. Um, I do have another one tomorrow during the day, so maybe people will come to that. Um, so did everybody, we're going to start off with the transcript. Did y'all, everybody grab a transcript, this thing? Yeah. Okay. I've never handed, handed these out and let people see them before, but I started thinking, I mean, y'all don't really know what they're working for. This is what we send off to a college. When they request a transcript, this is what they'll see. This is a senior's, the freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year. Um, and it works its way down, and it's an example of how all the grades are, thank you, how all the grades are accumulated and Every nine, every 18 weeks, two, two, two times a year, the grades are put on this transcript. And if you'll notice, even though this is a senior, the last GPA is right here after their junior year. So you guys have sophomores that are halfway through their sophomore year. So theirs looks like something like this, right? All that's gone. Theirs is going to look like that. At the end of this year, it'll all be there. And then they'll have one more year. And usually that's what they're going to apply to college with is the end of their junior year. Um, and the grades continue to count, but they don't get added into this until the very end when I send a final transcript. But at that time, they've already been accepted or not. So um, these grades, their senior year, end up mattering, but not as much. Their senior year classes do matter. They're on here actually, and they do matter, but um, so they can see that they're not getting lazy. I mean, if you have like a real AP, you know, student that's taking APs continuously for two years, and then their senior year, they're like, eh, and they notice that, you know, they, they do notice that. So that make sure that the students keep on the right track that they are currently on. Um, there you'll see on here, he has some AP classes and some AC classes. That is how our GPA becomes weighted. We are on a 4.0 scale, but uh, AP classes and AC classes add extra points, and that way they get pushed up above. So you'll hear of some students that have like 4.3s, 4.4. I think my highest I've ever had is a 4.88. Um, just uh, They have even A++ and stuff like that. I didn't even know they existed <laughs> for a couple of years. I didn't have anybody that had them, and now I do. But um, all that averages together. You'll also see over here their um, volunteer hours. Every student has to have 55 volunteer hours by the time they graduate. Yep, right there. And um, 55 is our minimum. I've had students that have up to 500 hours because they just found something they love. That's usually Chiha Park, where, when somebody really loves a volunteer place, and Chiha's always looking for volunteers, and they end up more or less having a job, but they're just volunteers. Um, a lot of them actually transfer into paying jobs, too, so that's always been neat and interesting. But the reason I bring that up is because the big schools, the UGAs and the Georgia Techs and the UNCs, volunteer hours matter, you know, that they've done something, but they're not quite as intent on them. The smaller schools, the Sanfords, the Birmingham Southern, the Walfords, the William Marys, the other schools like that do look at the volunteer beyond just grades. Um, they do, their schools love volunteer hours. They love for the students to um, maybe find a passion 
they like for the students to have dedicated themselves to something um, outside their normal life. They've helped others, they've helped animals, they've done something to aid others. Um, so that's something to think about. If your student has a passion or a love, there may be a way to find out how to make that all work together. Okay, any questions on the transcript? And how do they report it? So if somebody goes to a nursing home and does volunteer work, do they need to get something from nursing home? Well, that's, there's a form on our website and, and under volunteer, and um, they can print that up, have the um, nursing home fill it out. It's real easy. And then they just bring it to Miss Armstrong. And most of the kids know that. Hannah knows that. Um, so, and really, she would take almost any form that had a signature on it and how many hours they did. But I thought, well, actually, what you're going to do is like, well, so then how do the colleges know that, you know, they found something they love? And a lot of the applications allow essays or short answers so that the students can explain it, um, what they did. You know, either I worked 55 hours by force in a concession stand or I worked, you know, 150 hours at a nursing home and became involved with the patients there and, you know, felt heartache when they passed or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, my greatest example is a young lady that graduated several years ago, went to Liberty House just by a flute, and it's a home for battered women in Albany. And they went, she went there, and she just, it just was her thing. And she started volunteering and running errands for them or working the front desk so they could go do, the other people could go, you know, be the counselors and the meetings and stuff like that. And she just became, that just became part of her. And although she was very, or like super high grades, but pretty good grades, um, and she liked a smaller type liberal arts school. They loved her. They loved her. They wanted her. They knew she had a heart. She, they knew she could handle the academics and have something else. So um, FSU cut her right off. And I was like, well, I mean, I finally saw him at a place. I was like, I need to know what happened. Her SATs weren't quite high enough. Ten points. Didn't even look at her. So some schools have major cutoffs, and some schools look more at a rounded <laughs> person. And um, I have a pretty good feel for what those are. So when Hannah gets up there or, you know, your students get up there, you know, we can talk about that. Um, some people don't love to volunteer. And, and that's just the end of the last meeting. I was saying how, you know, every student's individual. I mean, the three of you sitting here have all three very individual daughters. And they're going to like certain things. They're going to not like other things. Um, and I want them to find what they like, you know. I don't want them trying to shape their high school years solely around getting into college because then they're not finding the right spot for them. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, any questions on the transcripts? Something I left out or something that looks confusing? How do y'all deal with class rank? I mean, don't the colleges, some of them, want to know if you're in the top 10% or... Um, top common application allows us to put... We don't rank, but they allow us to put the fact that we don't rank in there. Mm -hmm. And um, there's very few that will push the issue because most schools, and a almost all schools like our um, level, we don't rank because it does not give a good picture of where a student, I mean, if you, are, if you were to have a class of 65, I mean, there's only six people in the top 10%, mm -hmm. we could have 10 people with above 4.0. Right. You know, if there are scholarships and stuff, that demand of it, I will find a way in my letter to let them know 
where a student is. Yeah. Yeah. So the not ranking policy comes more from hurting more students than it would help. But if it would help a student, I can make that happen. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's always a very um, touchy subject. Thank you, Kelly. And, um, <laughs> I knew it probably was, but, but I um, knew there were some colleges that that do want to know. So it's usually never a college, know. per se, that wants to know, but a scholarship. Yeah. That's usually where I get it. Um, sometimes, even, sometimes there's some programs, summer programs that demand, and more military summer programs, <clears throat> and um, that bothers me, but, you know, sometimes... We, we, and they're not even, I mean, they're ranked by GPA, but that's it. They're just a number rank. Wow. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. Since we got rid of it, it's been a lot better. I will tell you that. We had it for two years. We have not had it for four since I've been here. So, um, anything else? Okay. Um, hey, Angie. Okay. Um, the, go ahead. Like the AP classes count for more. Like if he made a 90, if he made a 93 in the class, he would get a 98. They're worth five extra points. Okay, so so what happens is some students will get a 98 and then they get 103. Okay. So then that starts to bump up that GPA more. Each semester. Then. Each class is worth it. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Now what what you also find, this jumping way down the road. But colleges will actually take our transcript and rip it all apart and re-add in what they want to, and they'll equal out the number of AP credit that's given to each student because, like, some schools don't give any AP extra points. <coughs> some schools give five, like us. Some schools give 12. So it's not on an even scale all the way across. Some schools are on a 4.0. Some schools are on a 5.0. Some schools are on a 12-point system. It's all very different. So schools have these complete formulas where they just rip it all apart and then add it back so they can actually, to the best of their ability, compare apples to apples. Does that even it out pretty well? I, I think mean, it, does. it does. I mean, it's just like Hope. Hope yeah. does the same thing. They have a formula, uh -huh. and they um, rip it all apart and then put it all back together. But if, they, if you're even across the board, I had one school share with me their formula, and I stopped listening like 10 seconds into it. It was like multiply, divide, you know, I mean, it went on forever. It was amazing. I thought, well, I'll just let them deal with that. Is there a place in transcript where you actually have the AP grades, like three, four, fives reported? No. no. We don't report any more scores, and that's a good question. We used to have SAT, ACT on our transcript, and um, my next year seniors will be the first ones that don't. Um, the almost like personal information because they can actually, when you sign up for the SAT, ACT, they can request or you can request what scores you want sent to whom, to which schools you want them sent to. And then there are, on our transcript, I was sending them out to everybody. And I, I got very uncomfortable with that. And so I, I knocked that off. And the same thing with the AP scores. If they want to send an AP score, they really just have to put it on their um, application. And they can send it directly Right, right, and they can pick and choose. Some, I mean, it's amazing. I've been watching one girl this year pick and choose what she sends where, you know, and she's very picky about it. Um, but, so 
So on our transcripts, they're no longer listed. So make sure y'all remember that because you'll just be the second grade that has that. I don't think it's going to be a big deal, and I think it's going to be a plus. Anything else on that? Okay, let's talk about this HOPE package you have in front of you. I don't know about you guys, but if you know this, the SAT has changed, okay? And Miss um, Angie Wilson, she's here from the Georgia Student Finance Commission. She's the guru of this, and she's about to come in and do a meeting after this. And it's gonna, she's going to talk a lot about this, but in case you don't stay for that, I wanted to give you an overview. This is talking about Hope and Zell Miller for in-state, staying in-state. And um, Hope is a 3.0 GPA on the core classes, and then you get 90% um, of the previous year's tuition paid for. Now that's just tuition, that's not fees or books or cost of living or anything. You with me, Kelly? On the in-state tuition, right? In-state tuition for public schools. Private schools, they have some different schools have a different amount that they'll give you if you earn hope, um, but every school's different. So that usually that's an individual basis. Um, and then there's Zell Miller, which is 100% tuition paid of the previous year. So the example I gave last time was if 2015 16, someone was paying $700 for a class, and then next year the class went up to $710. They would, for Hope, I mean, sorry, Zell Miller, they would pay 700 but you would have to do the raise with the increase. So they're a little tricky. They're not paying, nothing's 100%. They're only 100% of last year's tuition. Okay, so that's always a sort of a sticky situation. Zell Miller, you have to have a 3.75, a 1,200 on the SAT, but again, that's the old SAT. Your students will take that. There's a whole new scale for the um, SAT, and Angie will know the number, I just don't. So the 1200 is going to change, but you can have a 26 on the ACT, that number is not changing. So the 1200 was based on the 1600 or 2400? 2400. 2400. Yes. So you have to basically make 50%. Yeah. 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 Okay. I had never thought of it that way. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So if it's 1,600, so maybe the magic number now will be 8, uh, right? Yeah, maybe 800, And she may have more updated information than this. This is what she brought me last time. So she may have some more updated information. So when she comes in, let's ask her. Um, there's also the rigor. You'll see underneath the sort of mustard color bar. Um, if you graduating from Deerfield, the rigor should be set. Um, our rigor for graduation is the same as the year you guys will graduate. So you don't have to concern yourselves with making sure you have hard enough classes to receive hope. We've already looked into that and we're clear. The only tricky thing could be, is it, were you in Latin? Was Hannah in Latin? And will Olivia take two years of language up here? She will. Okay, so we're all set right here in this small little group. Um, so you guys don't have to worry about that at all. It's already done. Um, Angie may know if that's changing. Every once in a while, hope will change. That hasn't changed in a while, so it could change. And they're not afraid to change it February of like the senior year. So, we'll just. Now she doesn't. Doesn't what? She does. She has two years here. Yeah. Okay, this is her second. Yeah. Yeah. 
cool back off after that one. <laughs> okay, so um, that's hope. And I just wanted to give you an overview and give you an idea about that. Um, the difference between Hope and Zell Miller, there's a grid online, and I've looked at it and compared it. The student's setting on a 3.73 that just can't get to that 3.75. It's a couple hundred dollars a year of difference. The sweat and tears I've seen students have over 200, you know, two, what I say, two tenths of a point. It just breaks my heart compared to the number of dollars that's really the difference between 90% and 100%. So just keep that in mind if any of them fall in that category. Okay? Um, I want to show you something really neat on the computer. Oh, this, did y'all get this? It's just a really neat thing I found online, and it's sort of my theory. It, it fit my theory of how I want kids to look for colleges and how I want them to enjoy their high school. This is something else that is more for the senior year. But just, I liked it enough to give it to anybody that might want to look at it. So all of that you could read when you have time. Um, college visit days, I wanted to talk about that. Next year they'll get two college visit days where they can be absent from school and not have any penalty, just, just doing their makeup work so that they're on, excuse me, task when they come back. Is but it's total or per semester? Total for the year, two for the year. Um, I've never had a junior need more. Um, I'm not sure I've ever very often had a junior use two. It's amazing, but um, they're there. And then you get to your senior year. And um, now that year I've had some students need more and we've worked that out, um, but they don't roll over. Like the, if you don't use them your junior year, they don't roll over to their senior year. So you really want to use them. You really want to, um, I was telling the last group, convenient, if you're like by a college, right at this point, conveniently look. You know, if you're traveling somewhere and you're going by a school, even if it's not a school on the radar, you can look and they can get a fill. I already, I mean, my poor children have to go with me anyway, but I've got a sixth grader who in fourth and fifth grade was telling me what schools, I like this one, I don't like this one. You know, but she had an opinion. Your students have opinions, but they don't unless you get them there. So try to take them and just let them, you know, cross things off a list or start making a list. Um, I was saying that Kennesaw, you know, uh, Kennesaw in Marietta is becoming a really big school for students that don't get into Georgia, and it's growing, growing, growing. They're buying all kinds of land and stuff. It is a love or hate school. Students get on there, and they either love it, or they hate it. And it can be the same people in the same car, two or three students, and they will have opposite opinions, and it happens very quickly. And so other schools are the same way. You, you need to get them on there and use those time, use those days, because you have them. And do you do the uh -huh. um, college, go to the college fair their junior year? They changed that on me. They changed that on me. We used to go to Westminster and had just a great setup to where we went in. Then we were on two gym floors, and they could visit the schools and talk to them. And it was on a school day, and we just we just went. We got on the bus at 7, and we got home by 5. And it was great. Um, students, you know, liked going. They changed it to a Saturday, and they changed it to a convention center. And um, last year's trip was not nearly as successful, did not nearly cover the ground that we had in years past. Um, 
Was it too big? Or? No one wanted to go on a Saturday. The students did not want to go. You know, they were required to go. Their attitudes were not where they needed to be because we were taking a Saturday. And, and I understood. Um, cross country had a meet. Um, I think that's who I picked up. Cross country I had a meet. <coughs> and somebody else, three people were in Atlanta, so they met us there. But, you know, just went on and on and on. And then just had more issues than I'd ever had before. Um, I'm looking into offering it up this year, but I'm not sure we're going as a big group. Like the opportunity would still be there. Right, like you'd pass the information so we could still Absolutely. We could go on our own. Absolutely. Okay. That's my plan at this point. Okay. So that if you guys want to go and it'll be productive for you to go, go. But if you, if, you know, let's say Joe had Sam and Sam, the last thing he wanted to do was be here that turns out bad, and it trickled down. Mm -hmm. So it's always in Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. They have one here, but the schools, like we go to Atlanta in September, and the one here is in November, and the schools are done traveling pretty much. It would be the almost immediate local schools all in one spot here. It's not nearly the amount. The amount that I um, <coughs> have gone to before, it's Westminster and Lovett, private schools up there and one more and they put on this huge production. I think there's over 200 schools. So there's more than just Georgia schools that come, the college stuff. Oh, all across the country, okay. world. Yeah, they come from everywhere. And um, I mean, if I had a van load of 10 that wanted to go, I don't mind going. But I'm not going to force somebody to go when they don't want to because it hinders the other ones. And if, you, if that student wants to go and the parents want them to go, I'll have that information. Kind of like a bad apple. Just kind yeah. Of it, I mean, I was shocked. I was really disappointed and shocked. That is a good question because that affects you. will be the first group that affects. I'm 99% sure I'm not taking a bus load, two bus loads up there. Um, and then on the other hand, I'm also 99% sure I'll have information for you to go and to get in there. But I haven't quite decided if I'll do something else. Maybe a sign-up sheet. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. On this sheet over here, and if it looks like this blue and white one right here. Did y'all see that? Uh, yeah. I'm, it's, a, it's a system called Naviance. Do you remember this system? Yeah. Kind of, sort of. She got on it over, well, probably over a year ago. But it's a, it's a college search system, and it's an organization system that I work on all day, every day that I'm here. It is fabulous. I'm going to show you how to log on, and I'm going to make sure you have your codes when you leave here. And um, it won't take me three minutes, and you guys will be like, yeah, I want to get on that thing. I've never really shown it um, like I did last class, or last time, last group that I had in here, but um, they all <coughs> loved it. So let me get to where I want to take you. Okay. So everybody's familiar with this, right? Deerfield webpage. Quick links, and you go down the Naviance. Kelly, have you gotten on this yet? I've not gotten on okay. this. Oh, yeah, I already have. So <laughs> once you click on Naviance, I think because I've already been in it. <clears throat> yeah, see how it's saying nice to see you again. Once you click on Naviance, there's going to be a box here that says register, or I am new. That's what it says, I am new. And so you're going to go in, and with this code, that I want to make sure you leave with today, 
you'll go straight into your student's account and then you'll be able to do your email and your own code. Um, college process has a gazillion different sites and logins that you have to start making. Um, come up with a way to save them all on your phone. And my students, I mean, they're so smart and quick. What do they do? They take a picture. And they just keep it in their phone. And so then when they come back, some of them do. When they come back, they're like, oh, here it is. You know, I, I mean, it's just for their, smart. For their login stuff? Mm -hmm. I, one thing I do is I just set it up in my contacts. That's so good, I'll yeah. Put, like the college or the website, mm -hmm. and then I'll put my And I've been on my, um, my notes. I've got a page, yeah. you know, my notes. So however you do it, but yeah. do do it. Because you're going to have to have this site and College Board and ACT and possibly Common App and FAFSA and all this other stuff. All of those that I just named have to have login log numbers, but I didn't name one college. And they will have to have logins too. So it gets really be a lot. So anyway, you'd have this code, you'll plug it in, and then you'll instantly be able to make whatever you like. And then from now <coughs> on, look at me pointing like y'all can see it. Then when you go back in, you just get to do it right here and you're in. Now let me show you what you're in. This is, I love this. This is like the geek thing to get excited of over. Please tell me I'm still in. <coughs> right now I'm, I'm, don't worry about what I'm doing right now. I have to get in here to um, get where I want to take you. So I'm going to show you a student that graduated several years ago. His name is Dallas Margeson. And when he would log in, or his parents would log in, this is what they would see first, okay? And it's showing you right now that on Monday, February 1st at 12.55 p.m., we will have Valdosta State University here on campus to um, meet with students and stuff. Oh, that's a good thing I should tell y'all. Valdosta's coming now, but next fall, when your kids start their junior year, I will have somewhere between two and three colleges a week for a certain amount of time that come in here during lunch and they talk to the students while the students eat lunch. I've had lots of students learn about a college they never had heard of in this room from a representative from that college and then decide they start doing research and they go visit and they end up there. Um, but it doesn't happen unless they attend. So if it's a school that might be on the radar or that you've never heard of or something like that, try to encourage them to come. Parents can come too, but the students just eat their lunch in here while the, the representative talks. So um, that's coming their way and that's available and really good. I learn stuff every time they come. So Dallas wanted to go to Georgia, but Dallas was just below the requirements for Georgia. And I'm going to show you how we knew that. So I am, have gone, I clicked and clicked right past y'all while I talked. Let me go back. So went into college that he was applying to, and I clicked on University of Georgia. There's a lot of clicking on this thing that you can do and find out a lot of information. But Application history, you can see that this year at Deerfield, we had 25 apply early to Georgia, 13 were admitted. Nobody's enrolled yet because I haven't put that number in. I don't do that till May. And you can see how the trend has gone since 2011, which is when I got the system and got to start working with it. You can see by one click on admissions, you can see the percent accepted, 
You can see how many were enrolled in the freshman class, how many applications they received. Um, you can see the GPA, SAT, ACT that they require. And I'm, just because I work with it so much, I know 3.83 is actually low. Um, if you don't have a 3.9, probably, and four to five AP classes, Georgia won't happen. Um, that's just the facts. But this shows you a lot of the scores and all of that. You can look at financial aid and how much it costs just by clicking on that. Majors, student life, majors is neat. Breaks it all down, stuff like that. But the really cool part, this is the part the kids like. Um, you can go to this graph. And Dallas pops up. He's this circle right here. Dallas pops up with his GPA and SAT on the old scale. Um, well, actually, it's just his reading and writing, but that's still the old scale. Reading and math. And he popped up right here. All of these green dots through here. And then this way are people that got in. All the blue diamonds, there's a grid right here. All the blue diamonds were waitlisted. Red diamonds were deferred and then denied. And it goes on and on and on and just by a click of a button shows that he doesn't fall really in the category of getting into Georgia. Now it doesn't mean there's no way under the sun he could get in, but it's a pretty good possibility. And that's really what happened is he wasn't able to get in. Every once in a while you see these nice little green people out here that sort of throw off the whole grid. These students see them. So what was the average grade point average SAT and ACT for that year? I don't know. Okay. It goes up every year. And SAT about 10 points and ACT about one every year. So he was back in 13, I think. Okay, so they don't have, UGA doesn't have their average of what their average was that they accepted? Yeah, I can find that for you. I'll pull it up in just a minute. But these students right here, they're um, athletes. So they throw off my grid completely. And I always have students that get really excited and say, oh, I have a 3-3, I can, you know, probably get in. This guy did. Well, there's a reason. But um, <laughs> let me see what I can find here. Now I'm in, no I'm not, I need to get out of their personal stuff. So the parents and students can see the same, they yes. see the same yes. pages? And you can add and subtract schools and stuff like that. She would have more ability than you have, but you have it. But anything you do, it says parent right behind it. So we know if she did it, I did it, or you did it. But um, overall, yes, you have the same <coughs> abilities. Just can't remember exactly how what you have access to and don't have access to. No. It wasn't that three point eight three that you were looking at before. I think that might have been then. I'm gonna go and see if it is different. If I get in a more current now, I'm not gonna be able to. The GPA coming out of here is a 3.9, at least. Mm -hmm. That would be the lowest they've taken in the past couple of years. Um, SAT is going to change because the whole scale changes, and they haven't put out new, new data on that yet. I don't even know when they really will. Um, when they do, I'm sure it'll be 
a free-for-all for everybody wanting to get that. But um, right now I could go off of 28 ACT and 3.9 and higher with the 4, 5, 6 maybe APs. And that's saying a lot because usually most people graduate of APs around here if they didn't do online school would be 8 APs. And so you're talking, you're at the high end above even the 50%, you would need five. Um, I think it used to be four that worked, and I don't think four works anymore. And that's AP only, not AC. Correct. AC, I haven't had a college really ever tell me we want so many certain AC classes, but they do see that you've taken advanced and harder classes. They just don't have a number for that. That makes sense. Okay. Um, SAT, ACT. You are welcome to start taking them whenever you want. Um, I recommend to definitely start taking them by January, February, one year from now. So of their junior year, January, February. Um, the only mistake I see parents make sometimes, to me, it's a mistake. Um, rarely are these their better grades. Is they get over anxious and then they have them test in December. Well, they are taking finals, and they have Christmas, and they are tired, and last thing they want to do is spend a Saturday morning taking a test. Um, Jan I mean, wait 30 more days and do it in January um, if you want to wait that long, and that's when my, my personal children will start testing will be January. Um, every you can get as many tests in as you want. You can take both types of tests. There's an SAT and an ACT. You can take them however many times you want from that point. Okay. Um, but that is a personal choice. Just don't let your choice be overshadowed by what your neighbor or your best friend's doing. Do what's best for you and your family and your student. Any questions?